Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I write an automotive column for Bay Area News Group, which is the San Jose Mercury and East Bay Times. And I edit and publish theweeklydriver.com. It's been online since 2004. My co-host and friend is Bruce Aldrich. And today we have an unusual topic for us. We may have talked about motorcycles once or twice in our five years, but not too often. And today we have on a guest, uh, Sean Fector. And Sean um, is uh, intimately involved in all things motorcycles for people who want to rent motorcycles or people who want to offer their motorcycles for rent. And if I'm remembering correctly, uh, the company now is involved on six continents, and um, it's Club Eagle Rider. So, Sean, welcome to our podcast. We can't wait to jump in to hear about uh, all things motorcycles. Yeah, well, it's great to be here, guys. Thanks for going out of, their, out of your wheelhouse a little bit and uh, talking about two wheels great. as opposed to four. Great. Can you give us an overview uh, I'm not that much involved in motorcycles. I mean, I've been to auto shows that have motorcycle components. I've had friends who have them. I've learned a little bit. But why is uh, now uh, the, the right time uh, for, for what you guys offer? You know, it's, for us, it's always been the right time for what we offer. But I think coming out of, out of COVID and everybody being pent up for a couple of years, everybody was looking for ways to get out and new forms of recreation and motorcycling is one of the sports that just, it was already extremely popular, but it really exploded during COVID. You saw a lot more people getting their endorsement and getting out on the road. And, uh, you know, it was a great time for us uh, when a lot of companies that are tied to tourism, like we are or rental market were failing or really struggling because we're in the motorcycle space, uh, we, we know we were actually able to to do to do okay and hang on through COVID. And and then since since everything's opened back up again, we've seen it just continue to explode, and and the popularity of the sport just grows and grows. Especially as you have new electric motorcycles and you know uh, Harley Davidson getting into the adventure bike with their new Pan America and all these amazing models from from Harley and Yamaha and Triumph and all the big manufacturers. Gotcha. Is there a uh, is there a democrat a demographic that goes across the different motorcycle manufacturers? Is is it um, more men than women? Is it uh, older riders, younger riders? Is it is there a trend there, or is it um, uh, does it run on all different age groups? Yeah, I don't I don't think you can you can take and break it down really by manufacturer. In terms of demographics, I, I can tell you, you know, we're, we're very tight in. We're partners with Harley Davidson and Yamaha and Honda, and we work with Triumph and BMW. And when you've got a fleet of 3,000 motorcycles in the U.S. like we do, obviously you've got to have relationships when you're buying and selling that many bikes every year uh, for our rental business and our tour business. Um, but, the, you know, there are the, the popularity among younger riders is really growing popularity among female riders is really taking off, especially in the last five to 10 years. You've seen a lot more, uh, a lot more female riders get their endorsement and buy their first bike and get out on the road. And so that's been fun to see for us as well. Sure. One of the things, Sean, that I saw when I was looking on your website and what got me excited, I don't ride a bike, but I should, (laughs) 
Um, was the event, uh, Arizona Bike Week, uh, Daytona Bike Week, there's Sturgis, and many others, and you guys uh, do a group ride, I, is the way it sounds, is that correct? Yeah, we, yeah we, we do a ton for all the events. So maybe, maybe it'll help if I back up and kind of give you the, the Eagle Rider 101. Sure, please so do. You, Thank how, you. Yeah, how we started and what we got into, so... Yeah, the company's we're Eagle Rider Motorcycle Rentals and Tours is the name of the company. We started in 1992 with four motorcycles in the garage of a home in San Pedro, and it's a great story when you hear the two founders of the company, especially tell it. You know, the first the first four bikes were rented to a group of four guys from Austria that you can imagine flying across the Atlantic and across the U.S. and landing in Los Angeles and getting in a taxi. Back in 1992, thinking you're going to go to, you know, you're going to pick up your rental bikes and you pull up to someone's house in San Pedro, California, and the garage door opens and there's these guys in their 20s standing there. But there were four brand new Harley Davidson in the garage, and Harley Davidsons in the garage, and these guys took off on a two week trip and came back with ear to ear grins, and they were actually the first. A couple of them were the were two of the first guys to invest in the company back in the early days. So, yeah, we've grown from four bikes in that garage in 92 to well over 150 locations around the world. And as you mentioned earlier, we're on six continents. So 100, 120 locations in the U S and then we just opened our 53rd location or 53rd international location uh, just this past week. That's amazing. We That's an amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we like so we do Harley Davidson, Yamaha, Honda, BMW, Triumph. We we even have electric motorcycles, uh, Zeros. We do rentals, so you can pop into any of our locations and and rent everything again from a Yamaha to a full dress Harley Davidson, depending on what type of riding you like to do. Uh, we offer tours. We have what are called self guided tours, where we give you the bike, we book the hotels for you. We have people; their whole job is just planning routes. They're experts and knowing and planning rides in the best motorcycle roads around the world. And then we have our full-blown guided tours, and these are really kind of the Cadillac offering of Eagle Rider, the top shelf, if you would. And these have professional tour guides up front. You ride with a group usually of 12 to 15 people, a support vehicle that carries your luggage from door to door, four-star hotels, helicopter flights over the Grand Canyon. I mean, anything you can think of is, is included on these guided tours. And that then in great. <laughs> yeah, and in, in two thousand the end of two thousand fifteen we got into the subscription game. So as, as that started to explode, so we started actually the world's first motorcycle subscription called Club Eagle Rider. And what you get for that is it's uh, twenty nine dollars a month and you get a rental credit every month that's worth a twenty four hour rental. Some bikes are one credit a day. Some bikes are three or four credits a day. It really depends on the size. And you can save them up like a lot of members do. So they'll bank their credits. You can save them for up to 18 months and they'll take a longer ride on a bigger bike. Or we have people that are just getting into riding that just got their endorsement that will come in every month or buy a program that gets them a couple credits a month and they'll come in every other weekend and take a different bike out and as they get their feet wet and progress through the different size of bikes before they finally go and buy one. That's what I was going to bring up. I wondered uh, in a couple of different areas. There's a little bit of a tangent. The one episode that we had fairly recently was a, a woman who lives around the corner from 
where my wife and I live, and she has a three-wheel uh, motorcycle, and she was explaining to me that, you know, she had had lower back problems and other issues, um, but with her three-wheel bike that doesn't turn over, uh, and she feels very safe on it, that she's noticed an, an increase in women uh, riders in groups, solo riders. She She's driven across country by herself. Um, are there some three-wheel options, um, number one? And, and number two, um, I think you hit on it. I, th- I think it, your organization is a good way for somebody who may have their license but doesn't want to make the investment, so they're kind of testing the, the roads, if you will, or testing the waters, or maybe both, um, with, with your company and seeing how they like it. Is both of those um, pertain to your company? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. So, yeah, we do have a, a pretty extensive fleet. They're called, we call them trikes. Yes. So we have we use we use Harley Davidson. They're called tri glides. So that's the one wheel in front and the two in back. It's basically a a Harley Davidson that's just got two wheels in back. So obviously it's very stable. You don't have to have your feet down when you're at a stoplight. And these are great for uh, you know people that that might have mobility issues or riders that are are getting up there in age a little bit that have a hard time holding up that big heavy bike at a at a stoplight or a stop sign, it's just much more stable. It's interesting because we did a, a contest back in September with Harley Davidson, and one of the things that they offered as the grand prize was you got to choose uh, any of our seven-day Eagle Rider guided tours to go on, and there were three winners. And one of them, I just, I actually called the winners personally, and was, uh, his name was Tammy and uh, uh, Tammy and Nick Michelli were the names, and it's they were Goldwing owners, but he'd gotten, you know, he'd had a, a leg injury and wasn't really able to hold up the big Goldwing anymore. So uh, just really connected with them, and they were so excited. It was their first vacation they'd gone on in, in 22 or 23 years because they were raising two autistic daughters, and they were so excited to go on this trip. And we, we put them on a, a Harley-Davidson tri-glide, the three-wheeler, the trike, on this seven-day trip that went from New Orleans up to Nashville through the through Clarksdale, Mississippi and Memphis. And they had such an amazing time. I literally just got an email from, from them this morning saying that they sold one of their cars in their Goldwing and they just bought a, a 2022 Harley three-wheeler. Oh, that's and great. They wow. just wanted to let me know how much they appreciated that. So it's really cool to see that, that there, there is a way for people that just aren't able to, to do the two wheel option anymore, that there is a way for them to continue to enjoy that wind therapy, as we call it, and get out and enjoy the road. Wind therapy, I like that. That's great. I hadn't hadn't heard that term I, I before. Can, I can see that this this whole program now a little in a different light, and I'm thinking oh, a guy could have a live in a big city, San Francisco, Sacramento, wherever, and have a sport bike. But now, hey, it'd be so cool to do the Alaska Highway or something, and that sport bike's not going to cut it, but there, there's a whole, I don't, I'm not sure what they're called, that the niche, the, the adventure bikes, are they called? Yeah, that, those are the ones that would be like the, you know, if you don't know motorcycles, it's the, the BMW GS, yeah, and those, or, exactly. yeah, or the new Harley Davidson Pan America, those are the ones that have, you know, they're made for on-road and off-road riding. Yeah, it'd be perfect um, up there, but you have yeah. to rent it unless you want to go spend whatever they cost. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it'd be a perfect, well, yeah. you know, it's club Eagle rider for us is really, that's, that's why we started it is we, we looked at it and we said, okay, this back when we started an average motorcycle rental for us 
for 24 hours was 100 to 150 dollars a day. And I mean, it's it's increased significantly over the years, as you can imagine. The cost of bikes has gone up, and sure. Uh, but for us, we we looked at club and we said, what can we you know what can we do to get an a, an entry point for new riders? And that's really what we had in mind when we started the subscription. You know, these people that are in their 20s that can't afford, that are getting their motorcycle license, that can't afford with tax and insurance and everything, a couple hundred dollars a day to go rent a motorcycle once they get their endorsement. So we created Club Eagle Rider. And it was really interesting as, as we rolled it out, it was very appealing to the younger rider. But what we also saw were people, you know, the, the, the little bit older, more seasoned rider that had already had two or three bikes in the garage that was joining Club Eagle Rider to use it as a, as a vessel to get out and start checking off some of those bucket list rides around the country. Because if you live in Chicago or you live in New York and you want to come ride Pacific Coast Highway, right? You guys live in Sacramento. Sure, yeah, and, sure. And Great. You, I'm, you, and your car, guys. So I know you've gone to San Francisco and done that beautiful stretch either north on 101 or one, and then or down PCH that stretch that's sure. world famous between San Francisco and Los Angeles. So again, if you live in the Midwest or the East Coast and you've dreamed of riding PCH and Highway One, there's two ways to do it. One is to ride your bike halfway or all the way across country to to do that three or four day ride. Well, the other the other way is to join a program like we have, which is Club Eagle Rider. Save up your credits, jump on an airplane. You could fly on a on a Wednesday or a Thursday, spend a few days riding from San Francisco down to L.A., drop the bike off in Los Angeles, jump on a plane, and be back to work on Monday. You know, that's that's the great thing about what we offer is it it's all of our major locations are in in, in gateways to the most sought after riding destinations in the world, and the fact that now you can just jump on a plane and have access to those through Club Eagle Rider and through Eagle Rider as a rental or a tour is, is, is the reason that we've grown significantly over the past 20 years. It's all making more sense to you, me. You nailed, you nailed <laughs> yeah. it, Sean. We're, we're, we're joining mean, up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Wow. Well, you know, it, we, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting category, man, because we're, we're not a motorcycle company. We're not a, we're not just a rental company. We think of what we used to think of ourselves as a motorcycle rental company. And then we just we went through this kind of brand awareness process several years ago, and we said, you know, we're we're really got to start thinking of ourselves as an experienced company. And the motorcycle rental or the tour or the Club Eagle Rider membership is just a vessel by which to enjoy that experience. And so, you know, we we try and have a little bit of something for everybody. But uh, most of our customers that are based in the U.S. and Canada are part of our membership. In fact, we've had almost thirty five thousand people join our club Eagle Rider subscription since we rolled it out at the, in early in 2016. You, you provided a great example of the um, couple who raised uh, two autistic children and now they have uh, trike and they're enthusiasts. And that leads me into thinking about some experiences and stories you might have from people who have used your company in other countries. Uh, can you share an example of something out of the ordinary that comes to mind from, I don't know, Tasmania or uh, Andorra or Belgium or someplace where you've had a good uh, relationship with someone over there. And, and if you have, could you share something along those lines? Yeah, it's, I, I'm involved in, in most facets of our business with, with club and with our share side and just rentals and tours and our marketing. 
but yeah, I actually started the, the tour business at Eagle Rider about 14 years ago. I, I came and I'm, I'm going somewhere with this story. I just want, I want to give you the backstory. Sure. Of, the story. of course I was, I was actually involved. I had a, uh, was part of a small motorcycle tour company with a, still my best, one of my best friends to these days, um, that, that he started in the late nineties. And I spent my thirties living in Mexico doing real estate and would come up every summer and, and we ran our own motorcycle tours. And we were a customer of Eagle Rider long before I started working there. And so I, there are there are people to this day that I know from our original motorcycle tour company that then came with me as Eagle Rider customers once we folded it into Eagle Rider and that have done 10 or 12 tours with us. You know, we have a club, we have a club member that, that was what we call a charter member, one of our first thousand members ever to join. And he started with a membership that had one credit a month and now has a membership that gets 10 credits a month. And the guy's done more than 40 trips around the U.S. using his Club Eagle Rider membership. And it's incredible because we, we actually track the savings that these guys get versus paying full retail. But, you know, I, I, I can think of a couple great stories. And one is I remember uh, in, in, on for September 11th, we were actually on a tour and I was back then in the early days, I was still having to guide the occasional tour as we were building the, the tour business at Eagle Rider. And uh, I remember getting up that morning, we were at the Grand Canyon and staying in one of the hotels that was right on the Canyon. And we had a bunch of us walk down to watch the sunset and, and uh, had come back and, you know, Standing at the Grand Canyon for the first time, as I have so many times over the years with somebody who's dreamed of seeing it from a motorcycle their entire life is just is incredible. And so, yeah, we were sitting and the legs hanging over the side of the Grand Canyon watching the sunrise that morning and then came back to to find the news. But uh, four of the the people that were in our group were from actually from the Manhattan area and, and obviously weren't able to get in touch with family. But you know, this is this talks about how tight the how tight knit the motorcycling community is, and we we made it into Flagstaff to try and get these guys a car or a flight to get back home, and we found this very small RV rental company, and the guy that owned it happened to be a motorcyclist and didn't bat an eye at these other four fellow motorcyclists that needed to get back to Manhattan and and let them take one of his motor homes from Flagstaff, Arizona to, to Manhattan. So these guys could hustle back. I mean, there's incredible stories like that. That's a great story. Kindness and things that happen on the road. We have a, one of our, our most frequent tour customers. In fact, he comes every other year with his son is, is Paul McCartney's personal attorney, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Incredible guy. And every year does a tour. And every year when he's finished, I get the same email that this one was more, incredible than the last one in fact his trip this year was our coast-to-coast tour that goes from it was in october from la to orlando and and just raved about it and the previous year he did our our tour that's in morocco that goes from goes between casablanca and marrakesh and just some incredible just incredible stories over the years i've been fortunate enough to to be on a motorcycle and in places that most people that ride only dream about I was going to say, it's not like you got a tough job, but somebody has to do it, huh? That's right. Holy That's a, <laughs> it's, it's a great thing. Um, it, it's, a, it's an awesome job. I, there's, I know it sounds cliche, but 
you know, people always say, if you love what you do, it doesn't really feel like working and getting to be around. And you know, I grew up around motorcycles. My dad had a 1979 uh, Harley Davidson that, and he had a little Honda 250. And that's how I learned how to ride when I was 14, 15 years old, going up and down the street. So I've always been a, a fan of all brands of motor. I'm, I'm fairly, I'm, I would say I'm brand agnostic. I'm not partial to any particular brand, but you know, I love riding Harleys and, and, and I love, I love riding Hondas and, and everything in between. Yeah. I'll bet. especially from people from out of the country who come over here and want to go see something like the Grand Canyon and boy, they got to have that Harley, man, that must be an experience. It, that's the, that's one of the coolest parts. There's a, a tour that we have called the wild West and it's, you can do the first half or wild West one that kind of runs between LA and Vegas and, or you can do the second half from Vegas back to L.A. that goes through Yosemite and San Francisco. Or a lot of people come and just do the full 15-day tour. And there's this, there's this stretch on the first part of the Wild West tour where you go to Palm Springs the first night you know, over the Ortega Highway and there's amazing motorcycle roads and down the Palm, the Pines Highway, that's 74 that drops you into Palm Springs. And the next day you ride through Joshua Tree. But on the third day you wake up that morning and and we leave Laughlin and you get to hit some of those cool parts of the Arizona Route 66. You get to go to, you know, Amboy in California, but then you get to go to Peach Springs and Seligman and some of those cool towns. And you actually end up that night at the Grand Canyon. And we stop at the hotel, which is right outside the south entrance of the Grand Canyon, drop off all the luggage and everybody uh jumps back on their bikes and we ride the mile into the park and sit and watch the sun, the sunset over the grand Canyon. And, and it's, there's people that have proposed. I mean, we've seen everything on, you know, at the grand Canyon. And, but it is, it's like I said, I was telling the story about the guys from New York. It's so amazing to see somebody's reaction when they're standing at the grand Canyon the first time, especially these people from overseas that have been dreaming about doing something like this for some of them 20 and 30 years you know, and, and saving and saving to be able to do this trip. But we watched the, the sunset at the Grand Canyon that night and everyone's losing their mind. And the next morning we wake up and do the helicopter flight over the Grand Canyon, ride the South Rim. And you don't think you're ever going to beat anything like that. Well, at four o'clock that afternoon, we're in Monument Valley under a 2000 foot high sandstones monument and with the Navajo Indians in full dress. And there's a, there's a, a fire roaring and they're playing music and people are just, it's just absolute immersion in the culture and people are just blown away. And you think, okay, it can't get any better than this. And then you wake up the next morning and you ride up the Mogi Dugway and you end up in, uh, uh, you know, Zion national park or Bryce Canyon. And it's just, that's how we craft our tours. And, and that, that each day you think there's no way tomorrow can be better. And you're equally or even more blown away with the next day's ride. That sounds great. I, I went through Zion and, and arches and all those. And I was driving a big, old, excuse me, a big old, like a 30 foot motor home. So this is like the opposite, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, you know, there really is, there's, I use I use the TCH or you know, Highway One example all the time because everybody knows that road and it's 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 one thing to do that and I would 
my my dream car is like a, a 68 Camaro convertible. And I would, you know, one of my dream trips is to bucket list trips is to do that drive in that Camaro with my family. And, but I'd say I've done it in a motor home. I've done it multiple times on a motorcycle. I've done it in a car on scout trips. And there's just something different about the way that you experience the landscape and the road. You feel uh, when you're on a motorcycle, you feel like you're part of the landscape. You're part of the road. You're in it rather than being on it. Does that make sense? Perfect Absolutely. sense. Perfect because, sense. Because it's yeah. the same thing, even a, a regular sedan or versus a convertible. There's a huge difference. Well, motorcycles, the next step above that. Sean, I'm and, going and to... I think, uh, go, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, thinking back onto another episode that we had, and, and Bruce and I, I met this, this woman three times. I think Bruce met her twice. Um, she was one of the original women who competed on a motorcycle at Laguna Seca Raceway, and she uh, told us stories about when she started in the 50s that um, she would go into a restaurant with, she was the only woman at the time, but she would go in with four or five of the other guys who were riding at Laguna Seca in a restaurant, and that's, you know, somewhere on the central coast, and they would get looked upon as, um, you know, outsiders because they thought that maybe they had come from uh, the movie The Wild Ones with Marlon Brando, and and that was kind of a you know a subset of human beings and all that, and then of course the Hell's Angels and some of the stigma of motorcycle uh, riding and riders. And I'm wondering if any of the trips, um, if there have been any pitfalls in terms of people not liking. I know I don't want to be a doomsayer, but is there any attachment to motorcycles and the way that they used to be perceived? Is that still relevant in the United States? No, I don't. I don't think that. I mean, that's that culture is is still out there. I don't think it's as prevalent. But I can I can tell you in the 20 plus years that I've been in the motorcycle touring and travel business, I've never experienced anything. In fact, it's been the complete opposite. And 99.9 percent of the places that that we roll into as a group, we are incredibly well received, and it's typically because you're on a motorcycle. You know, we've got a group actually in. Baja right now. They left Los Angeles on Sunday and they spent that first night in Ensenada and last night they were in Catavina and today they're continuing their ride down to Cabo and then we'll pick up a new group in Cabo that'll ride back up and you know it's incredible to to, especially in Baja to roll into some of these smaller villages or small towns and pull up with 12 motorcycles into the town square and to watch the local kids come out and want to sit on the bikes and get pictures and you're, you're more like celebrities when you roll into some of these towns. And Route 66 is a great example. And we've got, we run 50 or 60 Route 66 guided tours a year that start in Chicago that end in Los Angeles. And we've got, in some of these towns, the, you know, the local sheriff and, or the local police will come out and give us the escort out of town as a courtesy and like, and, and people are waving as you're going through the small town. And we've been doing it for so many years. You know, we Eagle Rider takes more people down Route 66 from Chicago, between Chicago and Los Angeles every year than any other travel or tourism company. And we feel really proud about the fact that we've been able, that we've played a, a big role in helping keep Route 66 and some of these small towns thriving over the years and help them grow. So, yeah, for us, it's always, uh, it's always the, unbelievably well-received by the local communities. People are grateful that we're bringing travel and tourism to their local economy, and they, they definitely show us the love as we roll into town. 
That's exactly, I'm glad I asked it because it reminded me of exactly what my neighbor said. And she's made some of her trips as a solo um, cyclist, motorcyclist. And she's had people invite uh, her into their homes for, you know, home-cooked meals and escorted her out of town, as you mentioned, with um, uh, the police departments and so forth. So I asked it kind of a roundabout way, and and I I was hopeful that the answer that you said was exactly what my neighbor said, and it was. So that brings to light, um, I guess, someone like me. I've never been a motorcycle guy, and now it's kind of uh, piqued my interest in in seeing what it might be. I'm I'm, uh, enthusiastic now. There's a there's a million guys just like you guys you know, right now that that you're because I think you're seeing more and more motorcycles on the road. It's it's piquing everybody's interest in uh, the riding schools where you you go and you do the weekend course and you do the classroom stuff and then you get out in a closed course and they teach you how to actually the basics of riding a motorcycle and then you can usually in most states. I know in California, you get the waiver once if you do that class where you don't have to go take the test to get your motorcycle endorsement. You just take the written test. But I'll give you a great example is our CEO, Carson Summers, who came from a, a very long and incredible career at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I mean, he was running all of Europe at one point for Enterprise, and we, we pulled him out of an early retirement to, uh, to come help us over, you know, get through covid and Carson was not a motorcycle rider and went and did the course. And now you can't keep him off a bike. And he's already <laughs> in the two years or two and a half years he's been with Eagle Rider. He's on his third new motorcycle and just, just showed me the other day, brought me into one of our, into our warehouse there in LA and the service area. And it's brand new 2023 Harley Davidson electro glide two tone bike. It just rolled in absolutely gorgeous. So it's Carson's a great story of exactly how a rider gets their motorcycle license. You, know, you can use a program like Club Eagle Rider to start riding the small bike, start on the small Harley or start on the small Yamaha or Honda, and then work your way up to the mid-sized bikes. And you know, two years later, he's riding the, the biggest motorcycles we offer, which is the Harley Davidson Electric Glide. You know, he's, he's gone from, from not knowing how to, how to ride a motorcycle to you can't keep the guy off the road over the course of a couple of years. That's, that's great. A, that's a great story. Great I'll, I'll, I'll bet you the new electrics, as they start to get better, um, it's going to be a whole new market of people that are more interested in them. Hey, you sh- guys mentioned earlier the you know riding to Alaska, and as Harley Davidson just got into, I mentioned Adventure Bikes, which is their entry into on road, off road, and uh, I can't remember which which uh, I think it was one of the car publications just called it the most the most badass motorcycle that harley davidson has ever put out and we've actually got and we have the exclusive exclusive rights to rentals and tours on the pan america in 2023 and, and we've had again a long relationship with harley davidson and we we built three tours that one starts in seattle and it's only on the pan americas and 10 people get to go on each one and one starts in seattle and does that entire goes up through western canada up through yukon and does that entire length of the alcan or alaskan highway and then spends a few days riding around denali and fairbanks and some of the most incredible sites in alaska and then we'll do a couple of shorter tours up there that'll just go anchorage to anchorage over the course of six days and at the end of the season we'll send another group in to ride them back down to seattle that's great so you know we we do some special stuff like that mixed in with just standard rentals. And again, it's, you know, you, you could walk in off the street 
and to any of our locations in the U.S. and rent a bike. And there are people that make reservations a year in advance because they want to they want to lock in a specific model. And those are typically guys that are coming in from from overseas that that have a 14 or 15 day ride in mind. So, you know, to, to everything in between. But the, the best way, again, I, I for me, anybody I run into, there's to me no no greater feeling and no better way to kind of wash the stress of a week off than than getting out on the road and as, as cheesy as it might sound sometimes getting that wind in your face it's the same reason we love convertible cars it's just a different feeling when that wind is blowing in your face than uh, than when you're boxed in right that's right absolutely hey sean this would be a good time to um let us know i i can't remember off the top of my head but the website if people wanted to get more information uh, I looked at the website. Bruce has looked at it, but give give us the URL again. Yeah, it's just eaglerider.com is the best place to go, and that's eagle like the bird and rider like motorcycle rider, eaglerider.com. And from there, you can check out Club Eagle Rider, which is our subscription. And if you live in the U.S. or Canada and you're a rider, an existing motorcyclist, or you're thinking about getting into riding, Club Eagle Rider, it, it'll save you 50 to 70% on every rental and it starts at $29 a month. It's an incredible value uh, for people that might just want to you know, jump on a tour that we have self-guided tours, guided tours, even as a, I would even encourage you if you live in the U S or Canada to join club because you get a discount on those. And then again, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned yet, we have a share program. Yes. Go I, ahead. I mentioned to you guys earlier, I was looking at your episode 243 RVs, car sharing, and so we have a motorcycle share site that's called Eagle Share. Uh, again, Eagle like the bird and share, eagleshare.com. Okay. And it allows people like you guys, once you start riding and you each have a couple motorcycles in your garage, <laughs> it allows you guys, when you're not riding them, to actually list them on our site for rent. And we connect you with people that want to rent your bike. And there's a vetting process that we go through. So we send you... You put your bikes up for rent on our site. We send you the renter information, when they want to go, who they are, and then you have the ability to accept or decline the rental. So you actually can run your own rental business right there on our website. Interesting stuff. Yeah, the, the uh, now it's coming back to mind. There are some companies who are doing that with RVs, and uh, you know, for it's the Airbnb model for. Um, wheels. Mechanized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mechan- yeah, which is, that's exactly how I think everybody describes it when they have a share business. Airbnb is such a great example. And, you know, for us, it's a, there are people that started with one bike on our site that have now turned it into somewhat of a side hustle. I mean, we've got a guy in Florida that started with one motorcycle, and I think he's got eight or nine bikes listed now on our site. So he's turned it into a full-fledged business and where is he located in florida two by wheels. He's, yeah he's, he's in south florida oh good but he, that's just one of he's he's one of many that that would be a very similar story but and we do everything on that site you can do motorcycles you can do the three-wheeled uh, the, the, i don't know if you've seen you guys have probably done been on one of those polaris slingshots oh yeah yes uh, you can do the harley davidson trikes the goldwing trikes so anything on two or three wheels that's not off-road you can list for rent on Eagle Share. That's great. Hey, Sean, it's obvious that you're uh, very enthusiastic about your occupation and what you've done and for a long time now. And where you filled in a lot of blanks for us, I, I knew nothing. And I, now I know a little bit, but um, I sure could learn some more. But 
we want to thank you for for being our guest on the Weekly Driver podcast. Um, I'm going to check out the site some more and um, talk to the woman around the corner from us, and she might convince me to go with her on a, on a ride one of these days. We'll see. But it's been really interesting to hear hearing all about your your business. So thank you again for for being the, our guest, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. I appreciate you guys having us, and so I'm, I'm going to, by the way, set you guys both up with a couple of complimentary Club Eagle Rider memberships, so, so that'll give you some incentive and light a fire for you guys to go out and get your motorcycle endorsements, and then you let me know when you're ready, and we'll hit the road together. That'd be great. <laughs> That's cool. Thank okay, you. Sean. Thanks a bunch, man. Bye-bye now. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Bye.